Hey everyone, welcome to the Grow to Amazing podcast. This is Tony. Today is the Word of the Week podcast, and the Word of the Week for this week is change. And change can be something that's exciting. Change can be something that is terrifying. Change is something that can be good for you. Changes can be something that you embrace and Uh, Change can also be something you're forced into. It's very, I I debated on this between the word change and the word growth for this week. And I think they're somewhat synonymous with each other. And in fact, I recorded this, this part of the podcast, the intro part, once already. And the word of the week was growth, but the way I took the discussion went into the word change pretty quickly. Because without changing, it's not possible to grow. But how do you change and how do you how do you make yourself a better version of what you are right now? And the only way you can do that is really by changing and growing and being more. Growth is something we that I personally think we should all strive for because if we stop growing as a person, if we stop achieving, if we stop looking for new challenges, if we stop uh, trying to become uh, personally, if we try, if we try to stop becoming something more than what we are, then I think we start to stagnate. And and I'm trying to be positive with the word this week, so. Rather than having a word like stagnation or stagnate or something like that that indicates a lack of change, we're going to pursue change and talk about it that way. So a couple quotes, Elon Musk. Some people don't like change, but you need to embrace change if the alternative is disaster. John Bon Jovi, miracles happen every day. Change your perception of what a miracle is and you'll see them all around you. Viktor Frankl, who wrote Man's Search for Meaning. When we are no longer able to change a situation, we are challenged to change ourselves. Even going back to Heraclitus, there's nothing permanent except change. Gilda Radner, if you remember her from Saturday Night Live. Life is about not knowing, having to change, taking the moment and making the best of it without knowing what's going to happen next. And I'll finish off with Gandhi, Mahatma Gandhi. You must be the change you wish to see in the world. And so that's what we're going to talk about today a little bit is that change and taking a chance on something new and growing and learning and and becoming something more. So for the last four or five years is when I started actively pursuing change in my life from my faith journey through to growing myself and questioning the values that I brought into the family, both personally and with my marriage and with my kids as well as starting to do it professionally as well. And today kind of brought some of the professional side of things to the fore, and I'll talk about that in a little bit. Um, But it's been an interesting journey of change, and I hope that my friends have seen this, although that's not necessarily my 
I'm not asking for it to be acknowledged or anything like that. I'm just living my life and I'm and I'm doing the best I can. But what I've tried to do is to bring change into my world to make it a better place. And even as Jordan Peterson says in one of his 12 rules for life, clean your room before you tackle the world. I had some house cleaning to do there as well. So I needed to deal with some demons that I had in my head. I needed to figure out what I brought to this world and what it and what it what could be done to fix those changes. And I needed to figure out my relationship with God before I could start to take some bigger steps with my wife and my family and my world. And so that definitely wasn't easy. And that was a big realization that change had to occur, that there were cockroaches hiding in under the floorboards of my head that had to be dealt with before I could feel complete as a human being, that I could be happy, that I could be truly one with the world, or not one with the world, that, gosh, that sounds cheesy. <laughs> Some of the words that come out of my mouth, oh boy. But before I could really feel like I was whole, I guess. For the longest time in my life, I think I've talked about this with depression last week, I felt kind of detached from the world and detached emotionally from a lot of things. And I had spent a lot of time wondering why, but the approaches that I had in the past to resolving that definitely didn't necessarily fix it. But when I decided to invite God into my life, that's when I was able to surrender my control. I was able to surrender my desire to always have that picture or that control in the picture and let go and let change happen and let some of the skeletons I had in my closet out to play, whatever that was. From getting angry with my kids to being controlling and having too many rules, which proceeded to drive Adam away from us for a couple of years, which I don't blame him for, but I love him to death and he made the decision that was right for him at the time. But it was in response to how he was being treated by us and I absolutely will not blame him. I'll take responsibility seven days a week and twice on Sundays for what happened. But it was a big eye opener for me as far as what are we, what am I what are my values? What am I doing as a father that's pushing him away? Now, I don't want to be some kind of laissez-faire, loosey-goosey, do-anything parent either. That's not what I want. But there's the other side of that, which is being too authoritarian, too many rules, too many, too many things going on that prevents a kid from being a kid 
There's a way you can talk to your kids, that you can love them, you can be with them. And I hadn't taken the time to learn some of those lessons. And so change had to occur. That was one example with the family. With the marriage, it was having grace for each other, embracing God between us, inviting him into our lives and seeing where he could invite change in our marriage. So grace, forgiveness, becoming closer and just finding out what true love means, holding each other and being there 100% for each other. That's with the good and the bad and being completely honest with each other. Have you told your spouse every flippin' secret that's in your head? Have you? Think back to college, think back to high school, think back to all the other, all the stupid things you did, all the mistakes you made, all the shameful things you might have done. Can you tell your wife about all that stuff? I have. And she's done the same. There's nothing to forgive because, but because how could you forgive something that didn't happen while the wife, when you weren't married? But even the stuff since we've been married, are you completely honest with what you do on a day-to-day -day basis? How much time you waste? What pages you follow on Instagram? What searches you do in your browser? Who you talk to and how you talk to people? Those kinds of things. Do you have a work wife that knows stuff that your wife at home doesn't know? So those, and I'm not saying I had any of those things. Those are just some examples I can think of off the top of my head. Um, but the essence of that is that change was needed for me to become a better, more whole person and that I embraced that change and brought it into my life. And I think I've said this more than once is when my wife and I, when Jill and I met, she had a bookshelf of self-help books. I had a bookshelf of sci-fi and fantasy. Now I have just as many self-help books of different kinds in my shelf. I am trying to learn every day, read and study every day, and expose myself to new ideas so that I can become better. And that means change. And so I embrace that change, even though sometimes it can be scary as hell. And today is a case in point in that. And I'll have more information coming on that in upcoming podcasts as I work to flesh out what grow to amazing, what grow to amazing means, where it's going to go, where we're going to take this thing. But I'm here to let you know that if you want to change, if you want to be better, if you want to grow, that I'm here to do it with you. <clears throat> and I'm here to support you. And I'm going to do my best to build a community of other people that are going to help you with that change.
but change can also be something that gets thrust on you like happened to me in 2009 during the economic downturn and I lost my job and had nothing to fall back on. I had just bought a house three months previously. I had used all my savings to do that and was also in debt with credit card debt and things like that. I did not manage my finances well back then. I lived above my means. and beyond my means. And I didn't have a plan for any of that. I didn't have a budget. I mean, I had a, I didn't, I had a budget, but I didn't question, I didn't sacrifice, I didn't do without because I thought I deserved something. So when that hammer fell and I got laid off and change was thrust upon me, it was one of the most humbling things I have ever gone through. And that was following my divorce in 2008, which I should probably have listed as, as also an agent of change, obviously. The destruction of a marriage and, and I don't, uh, it, that change was also brought on me, not at my request. So it was something between the divorce, between losing my job, I could have easily have crawling into a bottle and never come out or just decided to, you know, be miserable and a jerk and and whatever i mean i could have just given up but i had a lot i i threw myself into triathlon training i knew i had adam i had to support i knew that there were a lot of reasons for me to keep going and to change and to grow i don't have all the answers, or I didn't have all the answers at that point. I didn't have a lot of faith in my life. I hadn't given myself to God completely. Unfortunately, I wish I had. And I didn't necessarily learn from the mistakes I had made as much as I would have wished. I did rebound. I mean, I found a contracting job. I, I found a place to go. I, I eventually found my job with my current company. And that made a big, huge difference in everything. But I wasn't trying to necessarily improve myself or research what I really wanted to do and where did I want to go and what things do I want to pursue and and I was to an extent but I didn't have that self-awareness and I didn't approach the change as a good thing there was just some resentment in me for it there was some feeling of I'm a bit at a loss 
Um, I knew I want, I mean, I thought I wanted to do some things on my own with my own business, but how do I develop that? But I didn't take the time to research it. I didn't take the time to build that business. I relied on others to do that for me. There were some skills that were stunted there were non-existent and I didn't want to put in the work. I was reading sci-fi books a lot, mentioned porn, movies, was working out. I mean, I was doing, did my first Ironman triathlon in 2000, August of, or September 2009 and 10, plus a bunch of half Ironmans. And so it was easy, it was easy to distract myself and waste a day doing nothing, nothing that added value to my life. Thank God for my wife. Thank God for my wife. It took a long time for us to walk this path together and start to realize change. But I also had to open my own heart to it. I had to be ready for that change. I had to embrace it and bring it in. And it has taken a long time. And change will never end for me because there are a lot of things I can do better. And now I'm starting the process of what, where else can I take this? What else can I do? Where else can this podcast go? What are my dreams, my hopes that I really want to do that I've always held. So you're going to hear a lot about that coming up. But I want to tell you that change is scary. I can tell you that right now. I mean, Jill and I talked about traveling and living in an RV full time in a camper. And we're doing it. We're, it is October 5th. Happy second birthday tomorrow to Jackson. But we are, what, 2,800 miles into, or almost 3,000 miles into our first year of full-time traveling. And those first, it was scary leaving Jill's mom and dad and going to our first campground. But we always knew we were 20 minutes from there. It was a little scary going up to my parents, but we were, or lacrosse, but we still had that safety net. But when we left Wisconsin and went to Illinois or Indiana, it was like the wild, wild west. Like we were going off into the frontier. And now it's, you know, we're getting settled and we're getting comfortable and we're feeling it and loving it and getting there. But that initial change, you're damn right, it can be scary. And now I'm going to embrace some change in some other parts of our lives. Where else can we take this? Can we grow our social connections? Can we start to build some businesses related to that? And so stay tuned. We'll see if we can get you there. There's some other things coming as well. So embrace change. Be open to it. 
but you've got to have some kind of solid faith background to support you, I believe, or that change might eat you up. The anxiety of dealing with it might be too much for you to handle. You've got to be able to take your anxiety and give it to God. And if you if it doesn't come natural to you, it doesn't come natural to me. If it does come natural to you, great, more power to you. But it doesn't come natural to me, so I get anxiety. I get uh, feelings of just stress. But now that I've got that relationship with God, I can talk to him about it and give it to him and embrace that change without having to fight toward it quite as much. Sometimes I still do, but sometimes I still know it's the right thing to do. So embrace change, feel it. Spend time discovering inside yourself where you can take, where you want to take it. And if you don't know, Start journaling, start writing, start dreaming about where you would like to go as a person, as a family, as a couple, as a company, and see what you can do with it. And I know that there's a path forward for each of us that can make a positive impact and a positive change on this world. But it starts with you. And and I, am fir- I firmly believe that you can't or it's definitely not as big of an impact that you can make uh, in if you haven't cleaned up some of your own junk first. Otherwise, I think you're just standing in your own way. So spend some time looking for change. How can how can you be better? Where do you want to be better? Prioritize, execute, take ownership of your mistakes as you as you make them. Learn from them and get better every day. I think that's about enough for today. So for Guru Amazing, this is Tony. Out. Mm-hmm.